Welcome back, friends and family. It's That's What She Said. Georgie Parker here, coming to you as a very happy girl. Live footy is back here in Perth, and I could not be more thrilled watching my pies get a win and, unfortunately, watching the Eagles get a win on the Sunday. But it's another pointless show for you again today, guys, and why else would you be listening to us, really? We're covering off... Plenty of AFL and plenty of football for you. We've got half Nelson with Ash. And for some reason, we're still persisting with those Spud Awards. I'm not sure why, but we're going to give it a crack. We're going to go forward. Plenty to look forward to. Probably a good time to bring in our other members of the crew. We've got No Guns, Nor Knees, Nelson. And we have Bubs. We haven't forgotten you made a crock and bush. No one came to your party. Barbieri, hello. <laughs> Hello, Parker. How are you? I mean, I um, have persisted as well with wearing my Eagle stuff today. Um, two weeks in a row now, and I believe that I'm going to be wearing it for a third time once the Eagles take on Collingwood this weekend and we get another win. Fourth on the trot. Looking forward we to can, it. We can see how we go there. And Bubs, are you holding something in your hand there? Because you are probably meant to be wearing a mask. You're at work. Yeah, I was just, I was just wondering if this was the mask that we uh, had to wear. I just thought um, this was the quality that I needed to... To stay safe in Melbourne, like, shoot me. I am done. It is atrocious without any football. I can't train properly. I can't even leave my suburb to do a run or anything like that. And I'm going to probably cark it from carbon dioxide poisoning because they want me to walk around with a mask on even though there's no one around me. So, look, no, it's not that bad, really. It's just... Lockdown city and yeah, just making do with whatever I can do. Things are getting serious though in your household. Before we went to air, you're having an argument with your daughter over where the toothpicks were. So I can see things are getting pretty stressed in the house. I'm sure that there are many other households going through a similar argument this afternoon. Oh, definitely, because it's day one of homeschooling and uh, she didn't understand what she was meant to do today, so she didn't do anything. Yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> I have no desire to have children. <laughs> I know, I'm such a good advocate for parenting, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, well, you're doing a bit solo at the moment, aren't you, though, Bubs? Yeah, I mean, uh, Jeff is stuck in New South Wales. Um, he travelled to Sydney prior to the lockdown and then his company were a little bit nervous that if he went back to Victoria that he wouldn't be able to come back again and, um, you know, finish off the job that he was uh, doing over there. So they kept him there. And, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a tough couple of weeks, but hopefully he gets over the border soon. Hopefully things look up over there. But, look, we're a podcast full of lols and lockdown life isn't, something to laugh about so let's move on from there and hopefully that this can give Melbourne people a little bit of a laugh for 45 minutes while you're over there facing something that's not that that great so hopefully this can do it but let's get into something that has ruffled a few feathers it's um NASA we don't talk it's, about NASA very often because we don't actually <laughs> it's science we're not great at it let's be honest but NASA's come to the party with a new star sign and people are not happy. People are not happy. See, it's shuffled my... everyone around. What, Ash? Oh, I'll just, I don't even know how to say it. This is the biggest problem is that <laughs> I haven't heard anyone pronounce it yet. So I'm just wondering what we're going to go with with this new star sign. How are we going to say it? O-P-H-I-A-C-U-S. Off your cast. I say it's a ficus. Off your chance. Off your No, I'd say it's a ficus. 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 
I just, I'd assume it's off again. I'm having flashbacks of um, when I was trying to figure out how to say um, Hermione um, from Harry Potter. I think I spent my whole childhood saying Hermione one um, until, like, I realised it was Hermione. So it was, like, Hermione one. Um, I'm sure plenty of other people had many other ways to say it. This might be another example of that. I'd say Hermione. I used to say Hermione. No. Bubs, did you read? Uh, no, I said Hermione from the beginning. Sorry, I'm Harry Potter. I actually know how to say Hermione. <laughs> yeah, but back when you first read the word Hermione, the first time you read it, uh, you hadn't heard it before. Uh, no, Hermione. I, th I think I actually knew a Hermione. That's why. I knew a Hermione before I'd read Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. And, um, well, I'm a wog and I play football. Uh, soccer, sorry. So we have a lot of. Um, well, I know, said Irish, football in English. the introduction, specifically for you. I nearly oh, said specifically instead of specifically. <laughs> specifically. What the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> I've got one of my dear friends speaking on things that are wrong. I've got a very dear friend, and she says brought instead of bought, and I can't. Uh, I guess her brought and bought. It's like I yeah. were there and I was there. Um, uh. It kills me, but nevertheless, we digress. I just want to know how we're going to say it. We're going to say a ficus. Anyway, a ficus. We've right. got this new star signs coming in, and it's roughed a few feathers because people get very attached to these, and you know, people write very vague descriptions on what these star signs are meant to represent, and some how you manage to go, oh, that is me to a T. Like, I mean, you've now become a Capricorn there, bubs, and this is, I think, you to a T. Um, they're the most relentlessly ambitious, yes, that's you, you're self-serving of the all-star signs, and you can be mean, unforgiving, serious and boring, which, of course, Holly thinks you are. <laughs> yeah, every day of my life. But the wrong <laughs> thing about that is that now I'm on the cusp with Sagittarius, and that is off by a long shot. Nowhere near. I'm more Capricorn Aquarius. I am not Capricorn Sagittarius. Thank you very much. See, I don't really care about all this because they're a bit of uh, junk, but I literally read a, an article the other day saying that most serial killers are Taurians when I was a Taurus and now I'm not a Taurian, of course, uh, because of Ophicus. So great, I'm not going to be a serial killer. But I read mine and it says... Um, <laughs> I actually wish you were Capricorn, Bubs, because before I got to your real one, you're on another one, and mm -hmm. it said that it was whatever your other one was, Uranus. Oh, sorry. Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> because it's ruled by the planet Uranus, and it was so funny. <laughs> I fucked up your joke, didn't I? Sorry. No, I fucked up my own joke. But it made it funnier. <laughs> because... I love a good Uranus joke. Oh, I'm such a child. Anyway, um, so now <laughs> I am, I just went and looked all ours up and then mine says that I'm um, always ready for an argument. Yes, and I'm impulsive. Mm -hmm. And Tick. yeah, so there's lots Tick. of <laughs> famously passionate. You're, you've become a, a Pisces, Ash. What were you? No, no, no. I, no I've become oh. an Aquarius. What the? was what, it? your birthday? I, Fifth of March. You haven't. You, you know. Why did I think all. you were the fifteenth? I had an absolute <laughs> man. Do you want to start the segment again? <laughs> no. Well, do you know what? Yours was fair enough, Bubs, because I went and found yours and got 
You're, you've got the wrong um, birth date on Wikipedia. Yeah, because I don't want anyone to steal my identity. So they, can't, they don't know my birth date, so they can't, they can't be me. So well, instead, thought- you've just told us that you're Jan 20 on our podcast. <laughs> Anyone can download in the world. <laughs> no, I didn't do I, I didn't change my birth date. I just like to have on two your- birthdays. <laughs> Wait, so all so the fans that don't know me that the you're my I am. I, I was a pioneer. Oh, you are ruled by Uranus. Yes, <laughs> I am. I am. So if you would like to use Uranus joke now. Right, you are ruled by Uranus, which and means you're right. and analytical. I just thought it meant Apparently. that I was full of crap. But anyway, I'm not happy about this. I don't really believe in this, but I have a, a very strong um, identity with being a Pisces person because whenever you look up Pisces, the little like footnote with it is that they're very likable people and it kind of gives me confidence that no matter how much people dislike me, that actually I'm a Pisces, it's all good. They really do <laughs> like me, they have to because I'm born in that month. Now I'm Aquarius and um, I don't really like what I see. Uh, aloof, uncompromising, temperamental, deep thinker, fairly progressive. And powered but- by Uranus. And powered by my, my anus. So <laughs> I, I would like to take this up with NASA. Uh, as you said, I'm not good with science, but I think that I've got a, a fairly good argument of I just don't like it. And you sound I'll a bit aloof. Sticking, I'm sorry. I'll be sticking with being a Pisces person. Thank you, NASA. <laughs> get lost <laughs> you sound like one of those i've read like those memes that go and it's like somebody crashes their car oh sorry i'm a capricorn <laughs> it's not my fault it's a capricorn i'm a capricorn well, pisces we're very whimsical so you know we could be daydreaming and we could just crash a car and also i'm from the country so you know i'm a pisces the country driver if i crash my car so be it oopsie days <laughs> oopsie days <laughs> oopsie days oh yeah. god anyway i'm not happy about it so um, anyway, and my birthday's 5th of March, Parker, should you wish to actually finally get me a present at the correct point in time? I, oh, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. All right, guys, we've got a segment and it has not run very often. I think it's run once and it's called Just Stop It in the wise words of our great Prime Minister, ScoMo. The term great there being used very lightly, I guess. But look... Just stop it. And there's something I was going to go put this to Judge Georgie today, but instead I'm, I'm not even putting it to a jury. It just needs to be eradicated. I went to the footy on Thursday. Great time to be alive. There were 23,000 of my mates, closest mates, of course, to watch the pies. My mates, yeah, I've got mates. To watch my Collingwood boys. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> to watch my Collingwood boys play Geelong. All right, it was a great game. Nice to get out there. It was such a good vibe around there. But what ruined it for me was the hundreds and hundreds of flogs wearing Eagles gear and Frio. <laughs> I won't lie. You're at a game. No, you're at a, a game of two other things. Why do you need to wear it? And do you know what? You don't even need to answer that because, look, you're clearly one of those people. You're wearing it right now. Didn't go to the game, though. Didn't go to the game and didn't wear it at the Would game. Would you wear it? Would you wear it at another game? No, probably not. But it's probably the only footy gear that these people have because we're, they come we're normal from a clothes. State, 
They come from a state. They want to show that footy's back. They want to celebrate. Now, what is now, football? You now, are just crushing the hearts of thousands of football fans that just are happy to be there in attendance. They now, put their football gear on. They are ready to go to the stadium to celebrate what is football life okay. and returning to normal. And you crush their hearts. I with will go. This. Okay, Ashley Nelson. I'll give you this. I've lived here for, what, 10 years. In that time, how many times have I been able to go to either the Crows back when I was a Crows fan or Collingwood since I've played for Collingwood? That's why I'm allowed to go for them, so don't even bring that up argument again. <laughs> since, like, they, I've been here and I would have been able to go to half a dozen games where I could actually support my team. Do you think I was wearing my Crows scarf at the Derby or my Collingwood scarf at the Derby on Sunday when I was there? No. Do you know what I wore? I just wore regular clothes. I don't need to be a flog. There's just no need for it. And and do you know what? While we're at it, while we're at maybe, it, maybe 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 it's the only clothes that these people have, Georgie, and oh. they're just wearing the clothes that they Instead own. Of spending your fifty bucks on a footy ticket, go down to Kmart. It's very cheap and affordable stuff. <laughs> anyway, while we're at the footy, this is something else that I really need to have a discussion with you guys. It's it just needs to be stopped. Grown adult men wearing Guernseys. No. At the footy as a supporter. No. 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 It needs to be done. No. There's but, an age cutoff and it's about 15. No. But grown men are wearing Guernseys playing so, football. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. But you can have, you can wear a polo. Wear a polo. You don't need to be wearing a oh. Guernsey. No, no, no. The Guernsey on top of 16 layers of other clothing is a little bit much. You know when they wear the jumper and the jacket and then they put the Guernsey on top because they want it to be showing? That's what I'd like to stop. But wearing a Guernsey if it's balmy and it's Perth. But it, was, it would have been raining the other night. How are they having the Guernsey on? No, well, no, because they shouldn't be wearing it at all. And I'm just talking about in general. <laughs> they, you, you, wear, you buy the Guernsey to go to footy training in, exercise in. Yeah, great. When you become a certain age, you go, you give up the Guernsey and give it up the Guernsey, <laughs> you put on a polo like an adult, <laughs> or a t-shirt. It's a bit different in soccer. You can wear player jerseys in soccer because they're t-shirts. Gosh, oh, you're bitter, aren't you? I know. No, no, I'm just a grown-up. What about a basketball singlet? What about a basketball singlet? Do you hate people that have like the... Hold the phone. Yes, basketball yes. singlet. I uh, distinctly I remember I you wearing a basketball singlet. Basketball's different. Basketball's different. <laughs> basketball's different. You're inside. So you're inside. inside. You're inside. You can wear a basketball singlet, and they're different it's cut. Out, if when it's an outdoor game, you are not allowed to wear no. set basketball. And singlet. I see, I see where you think that this is coming, but no, you you don't. It's a winter sport. Grow up and put on a polo. Um, and I will never back down. I will not back down on this. I feel and like I've not put could... it to the judge. I've just said in the wise words of ScoMo, just stop it. There's no discussion here. <laughs> this I think we need to take to the, the people of Twitter for full analysis. I'll do it right now. No, and let's do it I right now. I think next week we can do mailbag and uh, get a response on this issue. Yeah, this yeah, is because send me I, the message. I think that you're just bitter. You, you no, I'm not bitter. In, no, you, I'm not bitter. Ever since you've turned 30, you have just become I'm actually angry. 27 if you check Wikipedia. So Are you just trying to say, like, people... That aren't athletic shouldn't wear Guernsey. No, it's no okay. people who are over the age of fifteen shouldn't wear you're, Guernsey. You're being, I don't care who ages. you are. <laughs> I don't care who you are. And okay, people who and I've had, I've had, 
I've put it out to Twitter about the other team stuff at a at a game, as in an Eagles player, Eagles gear at a Collingwood Geelong game. I've put it out there and I've had great support on that. Oh, this one, I'm willing so to put confident. it out there, put my name to this. <laughs> I'm willing to put my name to this and I'm, I am guaranteeing that I will have a majority vote in this. But why, are, why is this such no, an issue? I'm... Why are you passionate about this? I mean, I get the whole airport etiquette thing because I agree with that. I think that you're spot on. You're bang on there. And I usually support because your little, little ventures and your statements. No, you're but being a flop what? to wear eagle stuff at another you're game. Just in general? Any, no, well, I'm just, yeah, in general. No, but I'm talking about at another game. It's just unnecessary. Just wear normal clothes. I, the only game I will cop it, and there are exceptions. Grand final. Oh, wow. What did my voice just said? The grand final, I'll cop it. I'll cop it at a grand final because it's kind of like a whole season kind of thing. And Right, so you can only celebrate the love of football in the last the game final. of yes, the correct. season. No, no, you can love football, but you can love football not wearing a hideous jump and scarf around your neck, Ash. That doesn't mean you don't go, oh, I've got a scarf around my neck now. Oh, I love football. Oh, now I don't. I've got it off. You can love football yeah, but, without wearing it. I'll cop it at a grand final. I'll cop it at the grand final. The other time I will cop it, and I think it's acceptable, is say you're in Melbourne, multiple grounds, of course. You've got the G and you've got Marvel. And say you're at one game and you're going to go that night to the other ground. I'll cop it then. I'll cop another team uniform then because you're going from one to the other. I won't cop an Eagles jumper on a Thursday night when you're playing in three days' time. I'm just, it's just not okay. Well, <clears throat> take your, your, your sport back over to Melbourne then and leave all of us alone. Oh, yeah, giving me this. <laughs> I would love in to go to Adelaide. <laughs> I would love to go home to my family, Ash, into Adelaide and watch this with my family. But Mark McGowan seems to think that a state with less cases than WA is an estate that we should be allowed to go to. I'm pretty sure Mark McGowan would be more than happy to ship as many people out at the moment as possible. You can go back home Stop. and leave <laughs> to us here to wear, to wear these, these details, these scarves that you love you don't and celebrate make, the game. I cannot wait till you not make the eight. Anyway, <laughs> number seven at the moment and slowly <laughs> rising. You've beaten the bottom three things. Anyway, ding, ding, ding. All right, let's lighten the mood here now. We've got bubs because, look, you guys are just trying to razzle-dazzle me up just because you guys are idiots. So can you please talk for a second just while I take a few deep breaths, bubs, <laughs> and tell us about the Matildas coach. All right, oh, well, you know, last week I did tell you, was it last week or the week before, I was telling you that um, no doubt the Matildas coach will need to be, um, you know, re I don't know, jigged because Ante Milicic had the MacArthur Rams job lined up in the A-League and he signed that contract in the middle of his Matildas contract to do after the Olympics. And, of course, uh, the news came out uh, yesterday or the day before that um, he has opted to stick with his A-League, which is very... Um, Noble of him to say the the least. I mean, you, you honor a contract when you when you when you sign it. So um, yeah, so the Matildas coach is now up for grabs. If anyone would like a, a Guernsey, maybe you'd like a Guernsey there, JP. You think? Um, 
how they're doing it through, that's what she said podcast that you, yeah. that's how you we find the next Matilda's coach yeah, by it. doing a call out on our podcast Great. that's how that's how it happens I mean like I'm sure there are people listening that think they could do the job because I did this Google search of um you know women's football is um there's this new thing going around to see what comes up in the Google search um and it was uh, women's football is boring so you know apparently Lots of people think that they can spruce it up with um, with their own coaching agendas. But, no, in, in all fairness, um, Ante did great with the girls. The girls loved him. Um, you know, he, he brought a sense of professionalism to them. Um, we wish him well in his new job. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to the, the new cab off the rank. Um, and I think they'll take their time in the process because there's a bit of time left. Um, and, yeah, A-League was back as well. A-League was back. We had our first boring games. It was atrocious. It's so boring. And, um, you know, as much as I love to say that the A-League is back, um, Fox Sports have actually ripped the crap out of it. It just, it's so boring. It's so mundane. And I feel for the, for the lads because they've waited a long time for it to come back. And, yeah, just a bit sad and sorry for itself at the moment. On... Um the Matilda's job do you think or can you see the likelihood of there being perhaps a a female coach appointed or is it still sort of of that vein that it is still a highly dominated male industry as far as being a coach in soccer the problem is that when you go for a national team position you have to have a lot of experience and the only people except for a few prominent female coaches the majority of male coaches are seen to have experience because they've coached men and they've had ample opportunity. The problem with female coaches is we never get the jobs, so we don't have any experience. So when it's time to come and uh, you know put yourself forward for a job like this, you're already seen as behind the eight ball because you don't have a magnitude of experience. But the problem is we're so far behind in so many of these um, areas because males only hire males and, and there's a majority of males in a lot of board positions. So we just get better, getting pegged back and back and back and back. And, you know, the Americans have had some top quality female coaches. There's a German coach that's, um, you know, that was great. Pia Sundaj uh, was another one. There's ample female coaches out there, um, but whether they want to, to travel all the way to Australia and, you know, remove themselves from Europe is, is a different call. But, yeah, it's, it's one of the problems that we have. Um, you know, we want equality, but at the end of the day when they, they put up a female coach and a male coach that has heaps of male experience in probably the A-League or something like that, it's very hard to contend with as a female. I mean, I know I can't speak from a football sense, but I can speak from an AFL sense. And they really are pushing for those females to get the pathways like the men do in their transition from becoming an athlete to becoming a coach. They're really pushing for that, offering a lot of courses while they're playing and then doing that from when they finish their career as well. So you're hoping the the way that the Matildas are tracking in terms of professionalism, same with the W League, that hopefully down the track then the resumes are on par because it is really hard because you still want success. And I guess this proven success from these males in their CVs, it's easier to hire them in that that aspect. Um, and 
you just want the best coach for the job, whether it's male or female. And at the moment, the males are probably, especially in, in um, AFL, female AFL, um, the males probably are the best candidates for the job because they've got those experience. I, you don't necessarily want a novice coach because there's a lot to go into it and you want to be able to be putting your best foot forward on the field. Um, so you hope that in time that kind of gap changes. I don't know, do you guys have that in the W League as well, some of those pathways? Well, they've tried, and I, I certainly have seen a lot of uh, female coaches coming through the ranks, um, especially in the younger age groups for the Australian teams. But then when it transitioned into the, the senior national team coach, we don't see that sort of transition for them to, to go up into it. They kind of are kept at that lower age group. Um, the as thing w for me becomes, is... As W League becomes more, more and more professional, which it is over the time, though, would they be then pushing them into those positions? First, that's the well, first you step you would have thought. You can't do you can't do W League and a national team job at the same time. No, but I'm but once you get W League experience, you then progress to national. Yeah, to the national team. But yeah, so we that's can't even get W League. We can't even get W League jobs. Like, I think there wasn't even one female coach in the league this year. By unless you count an assistant coach, which each team has to have um, one female coach per team. Uh, we didn't have any W League coaches that were females, unfortunately. So there's just not that backing by the clubs or anything like that. The problem for me also is a lot of the national team players don't see any females as having more knowledge than them. So it's very hard for a female coach to come in there and actually know more than the players. And that's just through education and, and knowledge and backing and researching the game. And, and until we have people that are able to commit their entire lives to football, which as a female is quite hard to do. I'm not going to lie. Being a mother, um, when I'm a head coach, when I was a head coach of an NPL team, I was living, breathing, coaching 24 hours a day. It's all I thought about. And it was very difficult to be a mum at the same time. So if you have lots of things going on and, and juggling, whereas as a man, um, I would dare say that because of the money that they're making, they can actually fully focus on themselves, like themselves as their job and, and take themselves away from, you know, family life and things. There's so many things that are, are, are hampering women in, a, in the coaching phase. It's just um, unfortunate. But I do think there are a couple of overseas options um, in the female category for coaches for the national team. I certainly hope um, that they bolster whoever coaches with female coaches in and around every part of the coaching structure underneath that person. That's where I think the um, experience will come from. Well, of course, everyone, it's probably no one's favourite segment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it is, um, of course, our halftime with Nelson. Um, <laughs> I don't even get it out. I'm trying to get Trying to get us out. Pay it's it. half time of our pointless podcast, so you know what that means. It's a pointless question from Ashley Eagles. Suck Nelson. <laughs> Off you go. You <laughs> said I, I can't believe you've updated uh, my sting. You say uh, that from I last don't, week. You say that I don't put effort into you, Nelson. But here I am getting your birthday wrong. <laughs> 
here you are making fun of me being a flog for wearing my eagle scarf, getting my birthday wrong, giving me an updated sting that is still as crap as the first thing that you put together. So I'm, I'm feeling really good about this podcast and being part of it. So thank you. Um, but guys, it is um, the half Nelson and uh, I'd like you in celebration of our streaker that we had here at the Geelong-Hollywood game to take your clothes off in celebration because it is a podcast. No one would know really unless we're actually (laughs) going to put this out on video. No, um, this guy ran out onto the field. Some people might have seen him and as a result he can face a fine up to $50,000 for breaching a quarantine zone by running out onto the field. Now, it was a bet. I'll tell you right now, before you continue, he does not look like he could afford $50,000 no, fine. Well, no. He's interviewed the next day not wearing a shirt. <laughs> his interview the next day was what got me. Now, I've got a couple of little grabs of what he said. He said in his first interview, a lot of the boys think it's funny and all that. I'm like, mate, if you're wanting people to go out in sympathy for you, you're not going the right way about it. And I don't think many people have really gone out in sympathy for him because he started a GoFundMe page or someone started one for him, given that he potentially could face a $50,000 fine. There was a warning as well of uh, potential jail time as well. He does have to isolate as well now that he's breached that quarantine zone. But at the moment, the GoFundMe page, um, which is called Pitch In, for the pitch invader is currently $330 of their $38,000 goal. So they, they are a little shy, a little shy of their $38,000 goal. Um, but I thought today, guys, I would ask you, what have you done for a bet? Because he got on there, he had his shirt off. And I think if you go on to Bell Tower Times, which is quite a funny Instagram and, and Twitter page that you should follow, you actually see he was trying to get his pants off right at the very end. He doesn't quite succeed. You can see perhaps a little bit if you really want to, you know, look closely at it. But I don't know whether or not he would have got paid out in his bet because at the end of the day, he didn't do a full streak if he was meant to have the pants off. Um, if you'd like to, you can, if you want to listen to um, Jacob's uh, commentary of it, this is it. He was Victorian as well, actually, wasn't he? <laughs> you stink of COVID. That's what we've succumbed to now. Um, now, guys, have you done anything like that as far as a bet goes? Like, what is the lowest that you have stood? Because while he thought he was funny, let's face it, he wasn't. And $50,000 fine. I mean, gosh, that's a pretty hefty price to pay. I mean, I don't do too many dumb things as we all aware. (laughs) Or in saying that, I don't have to be paid to do the dumb things. I'll just do them and say, should I do that? And they go, yeah. And I go, okay. You're just competitive. (laughs) Yeah. I want to win the stupidity award. I want to win every award that's possible. So I actually don't have much. We've spoken about my um, tattoo on here. So I've got my Hottie Roo tattoo, one of my (laughs) favourites. We've spoken about that before, but I was just thinking of, um, I'm usually the one that's egging people on. So I was in Thailand last year with my best mate, Carla, and she'd be five foot. Like she's tiny. She'd be 48 kilos. She's not even 50 kilos, not even five foot. She's tiny. 
And we're at, on PP Island, we're at a bar and in the middle of it is a Muay Thai ring. Have I shown you this video, Bubs? Yeah, I watched yeah. it live while you were doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you, you just delived it, did you? Oh, no. I, I put it on, yeah, on the, the story. time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I was like, oh, Carla, you want to go in? And if, if around this Muay Thai ring, they said, free bucket if you go in and fight. So all it took for Carla was a free bucket of whatever they put in these buckets of alcohol, um, whatever that is, it's probably a fucking petrol, to go in there <laughs> against somebody who no shit would have been Joe Weston's size. She was massive from Germany who clearly had kickboxing experience and Carla's like, I'm fine, I'm fine. I've done boxing classes before. She goes in and I'll put this video, I'll get this edited in because it is so funny. She's literally falling. She gets concussed, comes off, starts vomiting. Oh, no. <laughs> it was, oh, like no. it was actually really bad. She was like really bad for the next few days. But we got a free bucket, so it was kind of fine. So she got concussed and then proceeded to drink the bucket no, after I did. as well. You did, right? <laughs> and she had to wait until you could go home and look no, after no, no, her no. with a full concussion. <laughs> and then we went. <laughs> <laughs> so you scolded it and then tried to render aid to your concussed friend. Correct. Correct. In the, the middle of practically a third world country. <laughs> Under Cape Island. It was fine. It was safe. What? It was safe. So essentially, yeah, you're telling me that you were a mastermind. I'm a great friend and I got a free bucket, which I don't want to tell you how much it costs, but maybe about $8. So <laughs> there was no need. We could afford the bucket. The memories are priceless. Let's, let's yeah. face it. <laughs> I remember the most. Bubs though, before we, we spoke about this segment before and Bubs goes, oh, yuck. So you've definitely done something, Bubs. Um. No, I haven't done anything um, remotely as uh, extravagant as that, but I have drank a concoction of whatever my mates had put in my drink whilst I was at the bathroom at a um, club and um, I had to drink it. Why? Because they asked me to and I knew they'd done something to it. And I don't know what they'd put in it, but it tasted like absolute dirt. See, and this is this is what we do it for free. I don't need do anything it for free to do and dumb it's disgusting shit. because I know they've probably spat in it, a pre-COVID era, and spat in it or put salt and pepper and all the other sort of stuff in it. And yeah, I just remember remember the taste, and I wasn't even drunk, but I vomited everywhere. Uh, Ash, you've got an old hockey brew tail. Old hockey story, yes. And I, yeah. I feel as though, Bubs, that your friends might have been nicer with this concoction or your concoction than what <laughs> this concoction was. And the hockey roos and the kookaburras at the time, this is many moons ago, um, no one still exists in the squads now, so we can't get anyone in trouble. And um, same kind of thing. We, we got to, uh, I think it was the Windsor, which was a hotel at the time, and one of the girls that had a wee bit too much to drink and as a result, couldn't make it to the bathroom in time and vomited in a pint glass. And it sat there. And as the night it went on, oh my God. yeah, I, you probably can see where I'm going with this, that the boys started getting a little bit rowdy and challenging each other. And this guy got, um, there was a bet 
for him to drink the pint glass of what was this girl's, well, you know. Um, and uh, I think, vomit, vomit, it just, it's, I don't like to say it because it makes it real. And $100 was what was put up. $100 to drink much. a pint of vomit, which in my world is nothing at all. Like I don't, I don't know at what would be the tipping point for me to drink a pint of, of vomit, but it's not even his own. It's, it's someone else's <laughs> that he remotely knows. And I watched it with my own two eyes and I have never felt so sick in my life. And I don't even think that he got the $100. That's the worst thing about it. And I think us athletes are predisposed to taking on stupid bets because we are too competitive. Yeah. Um, Just because someone thinks you can't do it, you have to do it. Yes, yes, exactly. And that is why we often get regarded as not very smart people. Um, so that is my half Nelson segment today. I can't believe we Sorry to end it on that gross note, but okay. I just can't believe some of the stupid things we do. I can't, I can't believe that without knowing we both had the same semi sort of... Story. Story. <laughs> exactly. exactly. You do need vomit though. Oh, and that no. one's actually, that is a, is a story that could have been, no, should, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's not, it, once it needs to get passed down generations, that story, Ash. Yes. And it happened. Saw it with my own two eyes. Unfortunately, it scarred me for life. Ding, 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 ding. Going off of that, Bet, which really soured the mood there, Ash, because of just how revolting that is. Um, the Eagles are playing Collingwood this weekend. I'll be going to the game, I hope. I actually haven't looked. I assume I'll be going to the game. Are you going to the game there, Ash? I'll probably be working. So I could either be boundary riding or I could be producing it in the studio. Either way, I'll be donning the kit. Actually, I probably can't don my kit for the boundary riding. That might look a little bit biased. Oh, no, you're you're definitely not allowed to. Um, But you do work in radio, as your face suggests. So, look. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that one came off well. Um, But, look, we are going against opposing teams, and I like a little bit of rivalry. As you said, athletes want to win everything. It's a a mantra that um, our old coach, Kate Starr, used to say, win everything. Uh, dual gold medalist there. So she knows how to win a few things or two. But I want to win this match as a Pies supporter and assume you want to win it as an Eagles supporter, right? You've only beaten bottom tier teams. So we are win. ready. We are ready. Seventh now and we're at home for after, a while. After, so beating the likes of, after beating the lights of Swannies. woeful Adelaide Crows, woeful Swans and woeful Fremantle. Look, you It is time to beat the woeful magpies once and for all. I'm feeling confident. Well, do you know what? We are underdone for that team for this weekend. You already started the excuses. No, 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 no. So it should be an interesting match. The the, the, the big two, tall two forwards in Kennedy and uh, Darling. (laughs) Big tools. The big tools. tools. I said tall forwards, but tools works as well. No. Jake actually played footy with Josh, um, not Josh Kenny, with um, Jack Darling, said that he played up an age group with Jacob and kicked 17 goals in the match. <laughs> Jake goes, yeah, I knew then he was going to play AFL. <laughs> against him? No, that probably makes sense. Not against him. No, Jake Jake loves to tell this, that he captained him. <laughs> oh, I captained Jack Darling. Okay, bad. Anyway. So I just want to have a little wager with you, Ash, and we don't have any money, so we can't be monetary, of course. We have just literally had a discussion about athletes taking bets and how we probably shouldn't do it. But, okay, for the, the sake of the podcast, <laughs> I'm all ears. No, look, I just more want to embarrass each other than anything else. 
I'm just thinking just something simple. It's just something simple like wearing, changing profile picture. I don't know. We can discuss it. What do you think? Um, changing profile pictures to you wearing a full Collingwood kit. Well, I um, think because you, of course it's only got to be something that you've got to want to do because you're the one that will be losing. So you, you have to put a, uh, your, we have to Photoshop your head onto um, Georgie's playing photo. <laughs> and you got to put it up and say, and you gotta this put was it up. always a dream. This was always a dream of mine. I found, finally I've found my calling. I finally found my calling. Um, yeah. How about we knock your two front teeth out and then we'll put you in this Collingwood scarf? <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. So this is how it's going to be. Now, I don't mind taking this on because let's face it, I've got all of what 5,000, 6,000 Instagram followers. At the moment, Georgie, influencer Parker. I'm not an influencer. You tell me regularly. You've even got an app now which you can actually like amend your photos to make you look like better. No, that um, sounds like our Photoshop. No, I changed the lighting on it. It's called Lightroom <laughs> and everyone uses it. You need to get on board. Right. But people that are influencers. <laughs> I post once a month. Lightroom. I'm not an influencer. It's all you need. It's all you need. Now, um, this is what you're telling me off air. So I'm just enlightening oh, our, our listenership about well, you know, your you're true making this up. You can't prove you can't prove this. <laughs> so what we're going to do is that if I win. You have to get full kit. I'm talking beanie, scarf. You have to wear a jersey even though you're over 15 years of age. I only look Eagles, 15 though. So of Eagles, Eagles gear and I want you to take a photo of it. I want it to make your profile pick on Instagram and also Twitter and also put out um, that you are no longer following those three sides of Adelaide Crows, Gold Coast <laughs> Suns, Collingwood. You are now a fully-fledged and sole Eagle, member I only of the West one. Coast Eagles. I only you will follow only, one and, and your LinkedIn profile. <laughs> and your LinkedIn profile. And as a result, if Collingwood wins, I have the disgusting You have to say it on air. Kit. You have to say it on air for 6PR that <laughs> you, were, you were stoked that Collingwood won. You've been secretly battling <laughs> as a Collingwood supporter in WA. For years, and it's finally that they've now come to WA and residing here for three weeks. You can really finally show your true colours. I want to hear it on your Sunday morning slot. All right. Okay, there it is, people of That's What She Said uh, podcast. The bet is on. And uh, Can you please, we'll you're, wit- you're a witness here, bubs. I, yeah, I will take the bets and I'll put them in my pocket and I'll hold on to them until the, the decision is made. This is going to be bigger than the Derby. This is bigger than the Derby. (laughs) And we don't even need to sell tickets. I might actually watch. Thousands of people can enjoy this. Thousands of people can enjoy this. (laughs) As I said at the start of the show, we're persisting. Not sure why. We've got the very, very special Spud Awards. Potato. I'm a... That's our favourite song. We love that song, Bubs. I love that song. It It always sends me to sleep, though. I'm a little bit, this is a bit later for me because I'm in Melbourne. You guys, you know, I'm starting to dwindle at the end of the day and and a little bit of a potato gets me every time. Right, well, why don't you then go so you can get to bed there, Grandma? What's the potato (laughs) of the week? Uh, potato of the week for me. I'm I'm such a positive-minded person. 
that I've gone for Matty Ryan. Now, I know you know who he is, Georgie Parker. You've spent a little bit of time with Matty on a podcast recently. Yeah. But for you, Ash, Matty Ryan is the Socceroos goalkeeper and he also um, plays for Brighton in the Premier League. And he made a spectacular save um, on the weekend. And I'm talking about where the spiders live, right in the corner, top hand. And these, this team is like bordering on relegation. So all the fans have just come out and said... Where does he play? Um, it's Brighton, isn't it? Brighton. If I've gotten that wrong, shoot me, would you? No, I don't think you would have. <clears throat> Do we need to start this segment again? <laughs> no, no, no. I this is what the fans love, Ash. Yeah, they love sorry. the fact that we don't know what I can't believe you just right. made me second guess myself. <laughs> no, sorry. I just... It's Brighton. I, it's Brighton. I didn't say the whole name because I don't want to have to, but it's Brighton, uh, Brighton and Hove Albion. So, yes, he's, he's made a top corner save. If you... Of course, look at their page. Um, all the fans are going raving about it and saying what a saviour he is because they are um, bordering on relegation. So for me, fries, French fries, especially being a goalkeeper, I know how hard it is um, because you can't score goals. You can you can save as many as you like, but if your strikers don't put any in the in at the other end, um, it doesn't matter what you do. So uh, French fries award to to Matty Ryan. Ashley? Well right. done. Okay, well, well done. done. Yeah, very good. We could have fit a whole potato song in that giant gap. So that <laughs> being good, <laughs> we could have I actually thought you were like... <laughs> you no, were I genuinely was like, hang on, what club does he play for again? I think you said okay. it, but I just didn't listen. Oh, okay. I've, I've got some fries to hand out. All right. So my fries go to Robbie Gray from Port Adelaide. A kick oh, in the dying clutch. seconds against No, no, post, it was... Post-game, oh, not dying. Oh, okay. Well, he took the mark and he was lining up, dying seconds, siren went, kicked it, needed to because Port Adelaide almost butchered uh, the, the game itself. They had so many opportunities in front of goal in the dying minutes. Well, he Best handled thing, though, one off just before. Exactly. And then snap across the face of goal, didn't go in, point blank sort of range. So well done to Robbie Gray. It was from the boundary line, hard kick. But the best thing about it is that today I discovered that they put music behind it to Celine Dion, My Heart Will Go On. <laughs> As it sailed through the goals, it was just getting to that sort of point, that, that, that climax point of the song when it's like, you're here. There's, you know, I'm not going to... Can you never sing again? Well, yeah. probably. Maybe just a potato No, that's actually not bad. I really quite liked it. Do it again. Yeah. Anyway, Celine Dion is my favourite singer. Went to a concert here in Perth. Great goal after the siren. Can't get better than that. So fries all around for Robbie Gray and also Port Adelaide sitting top of the ladder. Well deserved. Do you have any other fries or just that? Oh, no, just, just that one. But I've got a spud, like a boiled potato, and that goes to Jofra Archer, the English fast bowler, after um, breaking COVID-19 uh, by security restrictions, stopping at his home between travelling between bubbles. And as a result, he wasn't able to play against the West Indies and also got a massive fine, which I think was equated to about $30,000 or pounds. 
and so Jofra Archer and they lost for him. And they lost that game. They lost the first one, yes. And um, the funny thing about you were speaking about Google early on and Googling things. Anyway, I was just looking up the finer details about Joffre Archer and the first thing that came up underneath him is, is Joffre Archer good? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> I can confirm. He bowls he, pretty he, fast. He's pretty good, yeah. <laughs> he bowls pretty fast. But he gets the boiled potato. Well, I've got a massive boiled potato and we all know who this woman is. I, you know, I've done, I've done all the Brighton. Oh, he gets sick of walking the same streets. I, you know, I've done, I've done all the Brighton. It's Karen from Brighton. <laughs> like, to have somebody that is that absolutely selfish, you get boiled potato. You get uncooked potatoes, not even peeled. That's what you are, Karen. Um, and it's come out that she's actually... Her dad's like one of the richest people in Melbourne, worth like $800 million. So she's like a classic privilege. And so she gets my not even cooked potatoes. Um, Yes. Is that why why you question Mel? Because Brighton has come up twice now? Was it Brighton just? No, no, not at all. Genuinely not at all. Yeah, okay. That for me is the type of privilege that just makes all this just really ridiculous. When you've got half of Melbourne locked in their tiny little apartments in housing commission like towers and this woman is um upset that she can't walk outside of brighton like it's just the epitome of privilege isn't it it's Crazy. the epitome of not a boiled potato just an that, uncooked potato and that's, stupidity that's, that's from the dirt on. that's still got dirt on it the, yeah. part, the spud with the dirt on it that you're not even going to use because you don't want to wash it and I've got two fries. So there was then somebody that went and rode all of Brighton, which was 94 Ks, <laughs> just to prove that she probably hasn't done all of Brighton. <laughs> so, this part? so the anti-Karen. The anti-Karen. Um, that and then I've, I want to do a special shout-out. I know this is my third. Special shout-out to Optus Stadium for offering half-price beers. Yes. And half-price hot chippies. If that doesn't get us a grand final, I don't know what will. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Will. Housing, housing 10 teams in your state. That's what will get it, having another stadium that yeah. is able to host grand um, finals. That <laughs> will get you a grand final. And that's it for me there. It's, I need uh, a care package then. I need a care package from you guys. That's it. I've had enough. You're, you're, I'm starting to get really jealous now. And the guy playing the guitar at the top of the stadium was just too much. That's too much. Like we can't even leave our house and he's playing the guitar at the top of the stadium. Like that's ridiculous. Mel, I'm going to send you a care package. It's going to be in the form of Georgie Parker in full Eagles kit later (laughs) on this week and you will enjoy it and will make you happy as will our thousands of listeners. Looking forward to it. (laughs) Well, everyone, thank you for listening. As always, please like, subscribe, tell your mum, tell your friends, share it on your socials, get it all out there. Um, We want to keep bringing you this every week and we need your support. So thank you for tuning in. If you're having a punt, do so responsibly. Don't listen to my tips. They're usually wrong. And have a good weekend. Let's go, Pice. Ooh. (laughs) Classic (laughs) game. Bye.